what do you get when you mix two opinionated, honest to a fault, abrasive, yet considerate, say what you want to say, funny women? Well, you get this podcast. We're bossy and we're best friends. So welcome to the Bossy Besties podcast. All right. Welcome to the Bossy Besties. Um, I am Brittany Cabuno and this is Melinda. <laughs> you almost called me Melinda Henderson. I almost did. And take two. <laughs> no, we'll just leave that because that's hilarious. That's your maiden name. <laughs> yeah, I, there's people, but I mean, I feel like that's something that it, once you know somebody for so long I, as a certain name, it's so hard. Like, I very, it's very, like, I only refer to you by your last name in like a professional setting. I feel like you just default to the name that you you know you know you started to know and you know so well i still say Brittany houlihan like yeah. when i'm talking to people who've known me that way forever yeah or i'm like logging into something and i call somewhere i'm like Brittany houlihan and i look back at ron and i'm like it's because that's what's on the paperwork <laughs> i know i do the same thing like if i'm calling somewhere that's like a local company and i'm trying you know i'm letting them know like who i am i always say my maiden name just it because that's going to register with them first and i'm like and i'm the same as you like i sometimes i think like i'm not i hope i'm not offending rich by saying you know not using his last name like i chose to take your last name and i want your last name but uh right now i need them to know who the hell they're talking to (laughs) (laughs) like i'm just trying to get to the point here okay yeah um and i for work i was concerned that um you know people wouldn't recognize like they'd be like oh who's that on the building who's the new owner or whatever and so it took me a a few seconds to get that changed and by a few seconds i mean like 11 months or eight months or something crazy it's too many months did you did you didn't you or maybe not maybe it was just something we discussed did you consider hyphenating i considered it for work only not legally yeah um i mean i really like my last name um it's derived of my nickname of Bihala. Um, that doesn't go with Kabuno, you know, yeah. like Be Kabu. Like what? <laughs> like, did you mean I need a caribou coffee? <laughs> um, <laughs> and you know, as much as our husbands might say like it doesn't bother them, there's something that does kind of bother them. Not like the hyphenating, but like the fact that we have to keep using our maiden names because um, Ron had mentioned something to me like, hey, maybe you can get your. Uh, old last name on facebook and i was like oh i didn't know how to put my maiden name in there because i didn't know how to um when i did legally change my name i changed it online but i also would like people from my past if they were to look me up to be able to find me see i don't think i i don't think it mind displays with my maiden name on there i don't know if i do it in settings okay okay i i don't know if i ever intentionally did that or if I, yeah, I don't know. I guess I, I never really paid much attention. I know, like, my, I know that my mom, her, her, hers presents, like, both maiden and married name. And I think she probably did it for the same reason, like, and reaching out to old, you know, old friends and, and people being able to get in contact with her. 
Right, and hers reads like mine did. Like, she typed in her maiden name as her middle name, practically. Yeah. Um, and then I changed mine, and I found the spot in the settings where you can put a maiden name in. And some people will put, like, the full, like, Brittany. It will be, like, Brittany Kabuno, parentheses, Brittany Houlihan. But I was like, y'all already know my first name, so I just put Houlihan because that's what your maiden name is. Right, right, um, right. You know what, now like that you say thing. that, I have seen that. I have seen that. Yeah, um, our friend Elizabeth, hers um, has her full uh, maiden name. See, she's always going to be Greg to me. Like, and we only, and that was another thing. Like growing up, we only referenced her as her last name. Like that was Greg, you know. Mm-hmm. And so now that she is married and has a different last name, I she's still on my phone as Greg. Like, <laughs> I still get irritated, and like you know, you do that self talk, and I'm like, cool hand, pull it together. I'm like, that's not your name. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, exactly. I mean, I don't listen, and I don't hold anything against anybody who either doesn't switch their name when they get married or hyphenate, or because I think whatever makes you happy, you should do it. Um, that was just like something that I wanted to do. Yeah, and I wanted to. Um, I don't know. I'm a little traditional with that kind of crap sometimes. So I'm like, well, I just feel like I want to take my husband's last name because now we are a family and I don't want to seem like I'm separate. So I actually at one point was like, do you want to hyphenate your last name with mine? And we can have the same (laughs) double, like. We can be teensies. um, And I was not joking at the time. And right now I'm not joking. Like I would have totally done that if he was like, yeah, let's do it. But he's um, a little more, he's, but he seems to be the very much traditional in the way that he would never do that. Yeah, like in the way that we got pregnant and then got married all quick. Well, yeah, right. Yeah. Boom, boom, shotgun. No. Um, <laughs> <laughs> all jokes aside, though, like, you know, um, we both were that way because I was like, well, I want our birth certificate to be like our family name. And then come to find out, like, it doesn't matter because it's your maiden name anyways. Yeah. It's like, oh, that's cool. Like, you know. Yeah. I, I, I mean, and I'm not traditional in most ways i think i i definitely was just like i knew that i wanted to take his name because i wanted to signify us as like a team but i mean like in in like you well not like you because you guys did get married quickly before you had the baby but i mean we had two kids before we got married so it was like you know i made sure the kids had his last name when they were born obviously because we always intended on getting married we just you know didn't get around to it there was you know, there was, I mean, we had a, our first pregnancy was a surprise, like most are. <laughs> <laughs> you're lying if you say it wasn't. Yeah, right. Yeah. Unless you're like, you know, really like responsible and have your life together, which I did not at 22, 23. Um, yeah, yeah. Most of them are, oh, and oh shit, or whoopsie surprise. <laughs> mm-hmm. Or one of y'all accusing the other one, like, how did this happen? Yeah. <laughs> Like when a man and a woman like each other enough for the evening to spend the night. (laughs) (laughs) That was one thing. Like I, you know, like we're like working up. Like our kids are getting to be of the age where, okay, we're we kind of have to start talking about like sex with them. You know, we haven't completely done it. Like we've kind of like danced around the edges of it. You know, asking questions, seeing where they're at, seeing what they you know, are aware of, one are not aware of, and, um, 
I can't like that. Isn't that like the that's like the cliche opener? You know, like when a man and a woman love each other very much. Like first of all, like from the rip, it's off. Like you know, it doesn't have to be a man and a woman. Second mm-hmm. of all, you don't have to be in love with somebody to have sex with them. It, you just don't like, and that's okay too. Like you can just like be in lust with somebody and as long as you're responsible what does it matter you know so i'm like it's going to be very interesting in figuring out an approach to this situation you know like so if you find somebody that you know you want to go down that road with and and experience things then you know the most important thing is like respect and responsibility and consent and honesty, right? Right. I I agree with all of that. I think that we. I feel like we never had the sex talk when I was a kid, because um, like my one sister got pregnant when she was like fifteen, so I was like thirteen, and we had like you know the school talk, you know the puberty yeah. talk, and then like we just talked about like puberty and stuff. But like we were watching like way more. Um, risque television back then too. Oh yeah, for sure. So I feel like you like learned a lot, like especially if like you had the black box and like you had that fuzzy yeah. porn channel. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like it's like oh the I learned about that. after dark. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> like taxi cab confession. We just had this conversation over the weekend too about how things that were considered like PG when we were children would be like like rated ma now right like some of it not all of it but some of it were like you think back and like think about like old gi joe character or like cartoons or oh i'm trying to think of some of the other ones we referenced back in the day but it was just like you know the and and also they did not age well (laughs) no Mm -mm. (laughs) like there's a lot of there's a lot of sexual assault going on in like young in like a lot of things we watched in the 80s and 90s <laughs> mm-hmm. um i have to mention like when i was younger we watched like the craft oh um, yeah like that probably wasn't a movie i should have watched as a like preteen or whatever whenever that came out right <coughs> um and then that movie fear with mark Wahlberg. Oh my god, that movie. I used to love that movie. And it that came movie- out in 1996. I just um, googleized it. So it came out in 96. So by we the time 11. it came to like the black box, we were probably like, you know, 13. 12. Yeah. Because that was when like there was any, there was like an, um, it felt like a decade between it going from theater to being able to see it in your home. I know. Remember now there's that? like a six month turnaround at this point. I like- feel like it's still in the theater and you can get it at, at well, right now, absolutely. But yeah. nothing's in the theater. It's in your home. It's all in your home. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I'm in your house right now. But, um. <laughs> oh, did you, did you hear that? So this year on, well, for the, like the Oscars for the next, you know, the next coming Oscars, which I, I'm guessing that'll be like, what, like February of 2021, right? To cover 2020. Right. This will be the first time that they ever um, allow for nominations of movies that went straight to streaming because of the pandemic. Mm-hmm. And I really thought about that, and I was like, why is that not, like, why is that the rule? Because I've seen some great movies that never went to theaters. They went straight to DVD, or they went straight to streaming services. Why aren't they going, I mean, they if they haven't con- already considered just making this a thing 
all across the board now instead of just for the 2020 Oscars. Why can't they? Why shouldn't they be able to keep that open and just the best actors and the best films get the right awards? You know what I mean? Um, I don't know. I'm not sure. Um, they probably have some type of parameters based on it. It's probably some crap where like you went to bat to make your money in the box office or something, trying to keep the theaters alive. So they want more people to put movies into theaters. I mean, I, I guess, but you have to have that. such a huge budget to do all of that. So like these like indie films and stuff. I mean, I guess unless because I think they still count. Well, maybe not. I wonder. I, and I don't know the they answer. They have their to this. own stuff, though, Mel. Well, they I was going to say. Part. I know they have like the Sundance Awards and like Tribeca Film Festival and stuff. Yeah. So I mean, you can't put your big budget film into that. So then they can't come over and play with you either. I guess is how I'm gonna go with that hmm. um, that was just a random side note i got off track there well it it while we were talking about this i also looked up the craft and fear because i was like um what are these movies rated <laughs> were we just poorly parented <laughs> yes the answer is yes i don't care what comes next the answer is yes the answer is yes because um <laughs> the movie fear is rated r which, I mean, it has to be. There's, like, a, f- a fingering oh, there's pretty scene. Risky. And yeah. There's, like, a Melissa Milano naked scene. Well, the roller coasters. The whole roller coaster scene where he's, like, yeah. and I'm going to say this, and I hate this term, where he's, yeah. like, finger, finger banging. <laughs> yeah! <laughs> I knew you were going to have to say it, and I was, like, yes, I'm going to say it with you. <laughs> so you didn't have to feel alone, you know? <laughs> <laughs> and Vivian's back here laughing, which she, makes she, me a bad parent. <laughs> she has no clue what's going on. It's going to be funny when she gets older and says, Mom had a podcast? And she goes back and listens to it, and she's like, yeah, that's that sounds about right. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, um, there's a lot that goes on in those films that shouldn't be happening for us to be watching at the ages that we did. And... They're both rated R, but I know we both watched them way before we ever should have. Mm-hmm. Um, so, we got on the subject of these weird movies. <laughs> yeah, where do... Oh, we were talking about changing your last name and the birds and the bees and... I don't know. Oh, and then it's like these movies kind of taught you because, like, you're like... You didn't even probably realize at the time, like, oh, that's like a sexual scene... And when they're, like, on the roller coaster, but then you get to the point where, like I said, like, Alyssa Milan is, like, naked and grinding on some dirty dude. Mm-hmm. And then you're like, oh, okay. So, like, that's what happens. And then they go do sex. And yeah. you kind of learn it on your own, you know? Yeah. Like, you have an idea of it. You don't, gener- like, know maybe quite the exact mechanics of it. But yeah. I, we, I definitely, we didn't have it in my house either. It was, it was um, very much... I learned in school, like they signed the consent papers for me to take like the sex ed classes. And then I remember sitting at the kitchen table and they were like, so we, you want to talk about this? And I was like, nope, I already know. I've learned it in school. No, thank you. Didn't Ayla do that to you recently? <laughs> she did. She did. I, cause I, and I, cause like I said, we've been like dancing around the subject and I think I actually, maybe did I say, do you know where babies come from or, 
something to that effect. And she was like, yeah, mom, ooh, no, stop. Enough. Gross. Like, <laughs> which they, she's not old enough to have had like the health classes for it yet. And uh, I probably in the next like year or so they'll have them, you know, if we get back on to having like elective classes or whatever, but I feel like they have to have these classes, like, earlier and earlier because people are having, um, you know, they're reaching, like, puberty and menstruation so much earlier than they were. Oh, my like, God. I year mean, the, over year. Like, the, what, do you got to be, yeah. like, eight years old? And I'm like, all right, any time now. Yeah, I mean, honestly, like, we, I mean, we, I, we talked about puberty, like, very open and honestly, and I explained, like, to her what was going to happen before it happened because I could just see that it was coming you know and 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 at such a young age way younger than I did before I hit puberty and I think I mean it's probably you know like the hormones and foods and things like that that's causing it but um I I feel like your daughter um went through puberty like um Ariel and the little mermaid like gets her legs like it just like her her boobs and her butt just popped out like before your very eyes like yeah like just like this total like woman Shape and uh, just like unbelievable, like, just blossomed. Like it was crazy to watch and scary. And I'm sure your husband's like, "We're gonna get a few more guns." <laughs> yes, yeah. Well, we're and that we're at the like we're having the problem now where, um, you know, her body is an adult size, so she has to wear like adult size clothes, and a lot of adult size clothing right now, especially like the trendy stuff, no. is. The shorts are very short and the tops, like crop tops are back in style and, you know, and it's so, and don't get me wrong, she's not making like poor choices. Like she's not like pushing the envelope, but there are some things where she like that, that she likes that we're like, um, it's not entirely age appropriate, you know, or we try and modify it. Like, okay, if you can wear a tank top under that crop top, crop top, then, you know, we can let it fly. But she also knows like. Like, she's made statements on her own, like, well, these shorts, these are fine for the summer, but I can't wear these at school. You know, like, she, like, understands, like, that there's, you know, a, an appropriate attire for different situations. Right. Um, that's good, though, because if she didn't understand, then can you imagine the battle royale you would have? Like, oh, yeah. When it comes time for her to, like, not be able to wear that stuff to school or oh, to different yeah. events or whatever. Um, I feel she she did sneak and but she did she bought so she took her birthday money down to uh, the beach which we'll talk about my vacation here in a minute and she bought herself you know when you go to the beach and they like it's all this all the stores are the same like you know they oh yeah they're just called wings eagle oh and my favorite one in Myrtle Beach is called the gay dolphin (laughs) it's just such a happy big fish man I love it but they, so, in like, OC, it's all, like, the screen, they screen print everything. You know, you buy anything, and they'll screen print it. And mm-hmm. so, she got this, like, tie-dyed crop top and had it screen printed, and I was, like, and her dad was, like, where's the rest of that shirt? And I'm, like, she will wear a tank top underneath of it. Like, it will be fine. And then she got herself, like, a a hoodie screen printed with like the TikTok logo on it and she was Aww. so excited she, and know, then she, Trump's gonna ban that and it's gonna be nothing <laughs> <laughs> that's what they were saying that's what they were saying but then but that's what when we left yesterday to come home because she had a pair of like high-waisted shorts on and her hoodie and then when we stopped to get 
like food on the way home she took her hoodie off and she had the crop top on with no tank top underneath of it and i was like oh here we are here's our first sneak move (laughs) (laughs) that's like um in the movies when they would be like all right bye and then they'd stop at a gas station with their friends and change in their little like not so appropriate outfits (laughs) oh yeah which and i can't lie like i know that we did things i mean not to like a crazy extent but i mean i definitely would maybe not entirely change but you know you'd tie your shirt up when you got to school or you'd take the eyeliner with you and put it on on the bus on the way to school (laughs) like (laughs) right you know (laughs) so i mean I, i know there's a reasonable level of pushback that we're gonna get at you know at certain points in life now yeah you just gotta make them believe that they're like winning something so they don't go for the big things exactly i'm at this point i'm like all right pick your battles like you know she wasn't really showing much because her jean her shorts were so high-waisted and and it was just us like it she wasn't like you know out somewhere like with her friends or you know so i was just like well you know whatever like i made a joke about it and called her out on it and, and you you move on like yeah but i feel like in? like you have to pretend to be mad about something really stupid and small so they feel like they're getting away with that i'm i'm, I'm one for giving the look uh, okay like i don't approve and i just want you to see that i'm so upset yeah <laughs> the and the look the look is like tried again like <laughs> mm-hmm. i like the look and then doing that like breathe in through your like side cheek and you're like <laughs> uh yeah i don't know about that yeah <laughs> like what do you mean what do you think i mean yeah the vague the vague mm-hmm. like i'm not gonna i'm just not gonna come out and tell you i want you to really work for it reel over it a little bit i want to know that you know that you're wrong so by you telling me what i'm out about you know you shouldn't have done it <laughs> Like, and I grew up having all those nieces and nephews, so I got, like, pretty schooled in, like, the, uh, like, the sidecar parenting. (laughs) (laughs) Um, but I want to hear about your vacation. I know that you just got back yesterday from going to, what's that place I've never been to again? Ocean City, Maryland. Oh, hmm. I'm not even sure where that is on the map. No, all jokes aside, tell me all about your vacation. So, yeah, so vacation was, it was a good time. You know, we stayed, um, we stayed in West OC. Actually, the, the, the um, address is actually Berlin, Maryland. Uh, but it's maybe like a 10-minute drive to the beach, like to, you know, like the island, the main Ocean City area. Um, and it was really nice. We were with Kimmy and her husband and their twin three-year-olds, who will be four in November. That kept everything interesting (laughs) (laughs) um but they also have like a they have a private beach pass for it's called osv beach and it's on acetique island this there's like the state park and then there's the national side which i had never been to acetique that's where like the wild horses are and they just like roam free and there's like signs everywhere that's like don't touch them they'll bite you they'll kick you and you know that's your fault if it happens and they'll find you so they're like you know don't feed them don't go anywhere near them you know so it was really neat and the nice thing is like you can go now the only the private beach part they only let 150 vehicles on the beach at a time like there's a gate and it's like it at this once they reach that 150 thing it's one in one out like you can't go on until one vehicle comes out so it was nice because we took 
the truck just you like air down your tires and you drive out to the beach and you like unload all your crap there and then you're just like there for the day and there was probably i mean i'm not kidding there was probably 20 yards on each side of us before you got to like the next vehicle that's amazing yeah like it was it was absolutely incredible now the we didn't get to do that every day though because it fills up fast and like mm-hmm. Kimmy's like we'll have to get up at like 4:30 on like Saturday, Friday or Saturday if we want to go. And I'm like I'm not doing that. That's not vacation. <laughs> and yeah. she's like, "Well, one of us could go and I mean, if you never up. went to bed though." Yeah, which we did not. We stayed up late every <laughs> night. Um she's like well one of us could go and set up and then like just like take a nap until everybody else gets there and like they'll just have to like walk around the gate and like meet us and i'm like that's also a lot of work with five kids you know three adults and then like the one just taking a morning nap on the beach which that kind of sounds like a dream personally yeah but um but no, it was nice. Like we were able to, we cooked at the house. Like we went and got like a bunch of seafood and just had like a big like boil, you know, at the house, which was great. I'm and sorry. <laughs> I just I saw a meme earlier that was like the 600s about to run out every week, and y'all complaining like you didn't get a bunch of money, but all I saw were all your seafood boils and. <laughs> And big ass TVs, and now you're saying you didn't put nothing to the side, and you just said a seafood boil, and I just just died. I'm very sorry. Continue. No, that's fine. <laughs> um, but yeah, I mean, it was just not. You know, we could go to the grocery store and grab things, and not have to eat out at restaurants all the time. You know, and then we. It was nice because one night we watched all the kids, so Kimmy and Hayden could go out and have just dinner by themselves. And then one night they watched the kids so Rich and I could go out and have dinner by ourselves, which was really nice. That's awesome. That's good friendship parenting right there. Yeah. So, but it was funny because, like, oh, what day was it? Must have been Sunday. So Sunday we went and we were going to go out to the private beach. And there we, like, had looked at, like, the count online. And it's like, oh, it'll be fine. Like, it's Sunday. Everybody's going home from the weekend. So we go and we get in line and we're like in line to get, we like didn't even get through like the island entry gate, not the, not even just the gate to go onto the beach, like the first gate you have to go through. Mm-hmm. We're sitting there, we're sitting there, we're sitting there and it's like an hour in and we're still sitting in the car and Kimmy is, you know, you've got the little ones who are now tired and need a nap mm-hmm. and they're just screaming and crying and picking and Kimmy's like they're only three and a half they're only three and a half they're only three and a half like trying to like remind herself and then my kids are back they're like get off me don't touch me you stink leave me alone you stop looking at me and I'm like and I just start like I'm like just shrugging my shoulders I'm looking at Kimmy and I just start singing I'm like I need to get out of this fucking car <laughs> like trying to like keep your spirits up by but also like Letting somebody know that you're going to lose your mind very quickly. Yep, yep. <laughs> I told you I tickle out my aggression, didn't I? Yeah, you did tell me that. Like, oh, you want to piss me off and I feel like I could just throw myself or you through this wall? I'm just going to tickle out my aggression. So yeah. here you go. So you had to sing out your aggression. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like, I'm getting crabby. I need out of this fucking car. So finally we were like, I, we don't even know what's going on. This is bananas. Like, we've been in the car for an hour. This is ridiculous. So... 
we just bust a UE like we get off the like pull off the road and back on and we we leave and we're like we're just going to go down to the inlet which is down on the other side of the boardwalk like past like the end of the end of it mm. and which it was not busy down there which was nice because you know we were still able to set up and not have anybody and obviously there wasn't as much space as there was on the private beach but there weren't there still weren't a lot of people down there so it, we were like on the other side of the pier and so we went down there and the kids played all day which was nice um but you know we tried to avoid like the tourist traps as much as possible but the the one day i did take ayla down to the boards and let her like i said i let her go shopping because and she was like my girls were being like a big help with the little ones you know, we'd be like, okay, we're doing this. Can you please take them over there and do this? Or they'd get up in the morning and brush the twins' hair. Chloe did that. And the, at one point, Ayla goes, like, she, she just kind of had a shitty look on her face. And I was like, what's, you know, what's going on? What's wrong? Like, talk to me. And she was like, I mean, I really like being here with Aunt Kimmy and Uncle Hayden. She's like, but I need, I know there's like something, there's a lot of things we can't do because we have the little ones with us. And I'm like, so you're just like, burn out from it and I'm like and that's okay like I'm glad that you said something like we'll take a couple hours and go do something for you and then we'll go back and 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 that's what we did and we went back and then she was excited to see them again you know and I think yeah. I'm like that's what a parent has to do like as a right. mom like you like you went and got your hair done last night you're like I need to go get my hair done and leave me the hell alone so I can clear my head and I don't explode on all of you yeah and it's nice to get removed from the situation like and I think I've explained this to anyone who's ever met me that I don't have patience, but I do know that if we can stop what is going to turn into an escalation, yeah, then I cannot react in such like a extreme or elevated way. Mm-hmm. But if we keep pushing, then it's going to not go well. And I think it's the same for everybody. Just your reaction's different, whether it's like, I'm miserable and I hate everything here, or I'm going to yell at you now, or I'm going to cry, or I'm just not going to speak the rest of the day. So I feel like if everybody could just like have an opportunity to remove themselves, everybody would have a better life. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, so it was it was fun. It was a really great time. We had a good time. Like every night after the kids went to bed, we'd sit and you know have drinks and BS and joke. And it was it was nice to like just like get away, and you know it, it was it was a really good time. Plus, it was like a flashback into the parenting of that age because when you have a kid that age, all day you are just like wound tighter than a rubber bands. Like everything like it's just I forgot like what that stage of life is like because you're just so frustrated because they don't you know no three-year-old and like Kimmy would like apologize and be like oh I'm sorry or they're driving or they're just monsters I'm like they're not monsters they're just they're three like that's every kid at that age like every three-year-old is an asshole like right she's not wrong though because every three-year-old is a monster well right but I'm like not not to the point where you have to apologize for their behavior you know like no not unless they bite you right but but that's and and we were talking with Hayden about it like and he's like we were like you know when they go to bed at night and you see them and they're sleeping or they do that sweet thing where they come up and they snuggle you or give you a hug or a kiss or do something sweet and you're like oh why am I such a piece of shit who screams at my kid Mm -hmm. like oh I you know I spend half my day like yelling at you or threatening you (laughs) you know in some way but you're just this sweet adorable little baby angel that i made but you but you know and that it's like you when you see somebody else in you get you grow out of that phase as your kids get older and you forget what that phase is like so then 
when you're around people that are going through it, you just kind of like assure them like, you're doing great. You know, you're doing the best that you can. This will pass. Like, you know, every mm-hmm. year they get older. I'm not going to say it's easier, but it's hard in less way, in different ways, you know? Right. So. It changes from, do you want to go to the crib to, do you want to do nothing this whole weekend? Yeah. <laughs> well, and that's what uh, the one night, I think it was Sunday night, we ended up taking Cole's phone off of him because we had told him, we told him, like, okay, electronics off. Like, once the girls go to sleep, you guys can, like, quietly be on your electronics until, you know, you're ready to go to sleep. And we were like, okay, electronics off at this certain time. And then he was just, like, missing. And Rich, like, went looking around the house for him, and he was in a room on his phone. And he was like, I told you. He was like, yeah, I know. Like... <laughs> crazy right yeah so rich is like that's fine like indefinitely like he had already like taken it off him earlier in the evening for fighting with his sister like that's mine for a day and he that's when he came out he was like i just had to go in there and it was like breakfast breakfast club and i had to try to keep a straight face like you want to make it two how about all right that's it you just got two days no electronics how about three do you want three (laughs) you mess with the bull you get the horns (laughs) so he's like i already you know you've already been punished and then not only do you not do better than you lie and sneak in another room? And he was like, that's mine. And I, I still have it. Like it's been three days now and I still have it. So. Yeah. I don't look forward to the day where we have to discuss electronics because Ron and I are on the same page about that stuff. Like we don't want her to have like an iPad or have our phones all the time um, until like way later in time. Yeah. Because it's easy to default to that. So we don't want to. But, I mean, it's an, it's an inevitability that she will get some type of screen. Yeah. Well, they when our kids were little, they didn't have, like, there weren't tablets. You know, it was, mm-hmm. you had, like, the, the DVD player. You could, like, Velcro to the back of your headrest in the car. You know, or you had, like, the thing that looked like a big chunky laptop that if you had enough, mm-hmm. you know, to, had the money to spend to, like, take it to a restaurant, which we did not. And I'm trying to be as close to that as possible. Like, I have the Velcro thing on the headrest to uh, Velcro the iPad on with downloaded movies for, like, a long car ride. Yeah. We don't t- take that in the car unless we're going over an hour in the car. Right, right. And even then, we don't turn it on until, like, she proves to us that she's not going to nap in the first 20 minutes. Yeah, right. Like, we're not just going to turn this on for you to, like, stay awake and harass us. <laughs> right. <laughs> right. Exactly. <laughs> but all in all, it sounds like you had, like, such a good vacation. Like, it was truly relaxing. You got to trade um, parenting with each other so that you guys could have, like, actual actual date nights. Yeah. Yeah. That was um, nice. So what would you say, like, is the best part of vacation and what was, like, the most frustrating or ridiculous part of your vacation and or funniest thing um i'm trying to think i honestly i think that first day like when we got to just sit on that private beach all day i think we were out there for like seven eight hours like it was just the most peace i have had in a very long time and so that was probably my favorite part um, and my least favorite part were all the Trump flags that I saw. Because <laughs> there really wasn't a bad part to the trip. <laughs> well, oh, I take awesome. that back. I got a $75 parking ticket on my way back. That was the worst part. What were you doing that you were parked where you shouldn't have been? Oh, I didn't read the signs. 
Oh. I thought it was. We stopped in um, Frederick, Maryland, on the way back. That's where my aunt lives, mm-hmm. and we stopped, and we're like, well, we'll have lunch with her um, to kind of break the trip up. It's like halfway between the two, mm-hmm. and uh, a lot of the parking spots were shut down. They they all had um, signs on them that said like ten minute curbside pickup. So they had just shut down street parking for the most part, and. Then I didn't see any of those, and I didn't see meters, and I was like, oh, perfect, here's the spot, and I parked it, and it was like right in front of the restaurant, I was like, yeah, I got an awesome parking spot, winning, and then we come out, and I see the fucking ticket on my car, and I was like, oh, are you kidding me? I was like, there's no meter or anything, I didn't even see, or even like one of those machines where you have to like put your... License in? Yeah, yeah, and, and then my kids were like, oh, there's a sign right there that says 20-minute parking uh right it right like there's one in front of the car and one behind the car and i was like oh great you can read now because you couldn't read two hours ago when we fucking parked to tell me that i was in the, a bad place <laughs> well you know thanks for no help that's i know i would have been the same like where were you then yeah <laughs> oh now you can read yeah. <laughs> yeah that sucks i hate i feel like it's like oh i could have just thrown this money out of the window and at least somebody could have found it I know. Well, and that it was like my aunt ended up picking up the check for dinner, which was very nice of her, or for lunch. I was like, you didn't have to do that. She's like, I didn't. I don't have to do anything. I don't want to. And then we went out, got that ticket. I was like, well, I guess it's just like we paid for dinner or paid for lunch. Like, <laughs> right. paid a stupid fucking parking ticket. Oh well, I mean that's a small price to pay for the amount of fun that you had and getting to see your family and everything. Yeah, I hadn't seen her in like a year and my cousin Carly, which her daughter, I probably haven't seen in three years, maybe four years, maybe since um, she came in for the funeral. That was, might have been the last time that I saw her. Like, so I was very excited. Very excited to see them. That was nice that we could catch up, so good yeah oh that's so good um i'm gonna probably see some family that i haven't seen in oh i don't know since my grandmother passed away in 2015 um i'm gonna go to florida on the 11th which is next week oh that's nice um my in-laws live well they have a house in fort myers and they've been kind of stuck there since all the pandemic stuff came and they haven't seen my daughter since um, you know, turkey holiday, Thanksgiving. Thanksgiving. <laughs> What's the word? What's the word? Um, what? Uh, but she definitely gave them a good lasting show because that was the first time she crawled was at their house in Charlotte. So they haven't seen her, but via like FaceTime and Zoom, and it's been far too long, and I am not gainfully employed seemingly anytime soon. So. We were like, you know what, we'll just, we'll just truck it down there, me and the baby, and his aunt and sister will be also along for the ride. So the four of us will be going down for a little over a week, and I am going to see my aunt, who um, my uncle had passed away at the beginning of all the COVID stuff, not COVID-related, um, but they couldn't have a funeral or anything so it'll be nice to stop down and say hi um, oh yeah that'll be nice and it seems like you'll have a lot of like helping hands too with the baby 
I am so overjoyed to go somewhere and be like, oh, I can just like walk out of the house and not worry what my kid's doing because there's a fortress of adult humans that will be able to keep an eye on her. And overjoyed to see her because they haven't seen her in so long. Oh my gosh. I, I can just imagine like the squeaks and squeals coming out of her grandparents when we arrive. (laughs) Like I've already made the um, plan that when we are in the car, I'll FaceTime them. Yeah. And then we will get out of the car and then they will walk up to the car while on FaceTime. So it's like they came out of the phone. (laughs) (laughs) A little bit of magic. Well, yeah. And it would, it would feel like more magic if she wasn't, you know, 15 months, but it will also be a nice transition to, them being in person and not just on the screen so that it's not like a scary like oh my god where did these people come from <laughs> yeah like startle her she's pretty good with people though she's so social it's almost yeah like, she's you see you me. see some kids that like if it's not like mom or dad like don't touch me don't talk to me don't look at me and mm-hmm. she's definitely not like that no unless she's tired well and yeah she's like a heathen um <laughs> but she was you know, making all that ruckus earlier during the show, and we took a quick break so I could get her a, a bank and put her back down and then her chair in the living room, and I was watching her on the camera, and she's sitting up, and her head starts bobbing back and forth. Oh. And I saw it, and I muted my line, and I ran out there, and I picked her up, because she was just, like, head in chest, sitting straight up. Like a drunk. <laughs> <laughs> and I put her in the crib, so she's just, like, sleeping next to me now. But I <laughs> I took, like, a screenshot of the camera that I set up so I could show it to Ron. <laughs> so Ron is going to be home for this whole week that you're gone by himself. Yes. So he, I think we're leaving on, like, a Tuesday, and we'll be getting back on, like, a Sunday. He's going to play so much ping pong and golf. <laughs> um, I hope that he does, because he doesn't play ping pong at all. Um, ever since <laughs> I took down the mini ping pong table from the back room, just mm-hmm. one day he came home and it was down. And I was like, well, I put the picnic table together for the baby. And I mean, really, like, we're not using it. And it's just taking up the whole middle of this giant space. And then in the garage, he has, like, the net set up. But, like, we've been reorganizing and getting rid of a lot of stuff so we've Mm -hmm. been using it as like an actual table oh yeah i do hope that he does allow a friend or two to come over into the garage not my house um (laughs) (laughs) you're like listen i'm not fucking cleaning before i go so and it's not even about the cleaning it's like just i mean the house was already pretty clean most of the time just because i can't trust the baby to not eat everything yeah i feel like she's made me be a cleaner regular person oh yeah Um, because they put everything in their mouth yeah right um and then we still have our lady who comes every two weeks oh that's right deep cleaning stuff you bougie bitch (laughs) what'd you say i said you bougie bitch um yeah (laughs) (laughs) i'm just joking that's just one of those Uh, listen don't get me wrong if i if i had the opportunity and the means i would because I mean, that's I, a lovely thing. I literally could be working for the minimum of wages at eight fifty or whatever and still keep her. I'd be like, yeah, you're worth like a half a shift. Because <laughs> it's $15 an hour. My place is not that big. So yeah, I'm, I was like, I'm not going to get rid of her because when I do get a job, I am going to need her or I will want her. I don't need 
I don't need nothing. Um, <laughs> I don't need shit. I don't shit. need you. Yeah. <laughs> You'll know. Um, <laughs> no, but I really enjoy just knowing that it's not all on my shoulders. And when I'm having like those stressed out times and I know that I'm looking forward to having Linda come, I'm like, all right, so this is going to be like where we have to leave the house so that she can do her thing. And I'm going to come home and feel like really happy. Yeah. It's like, it's the closest I'm getting to those birds and mice that are going to sew me dresses and clean my house. <laughs> so, Heller. Cinderella. Mm-hmm. Yeah, oh my God, right. speaking of Cinderella. So, the, I feel like this episode, we've referenced all the Disney characters. We talked about Ariel from The Little Mermaid and Cinderella. So, we, when we went to, when Rich and I went to dinner on Saturday night, um, the restaurant offered um, a boat ride with your dinner. Mm. So we went and they take you out into, they took us out into like Sunset Marina, which is like where all like the, these huge mansions are and these like multi-million dollar yachts. Like I was going to say, is that where all those yachts were? Yes. So, and then they took you, like, down the other inlet, and then that's where, like, all the fishing boats and stuff were. So it was really neat. And there was probably, I don't know. I mean, it was a fairly sizable boat, so I'd say there was probably, I don't know. I mean, maybe 30 people. Like, that might be more than more than was there. But, you know, there was, there was a few people on that boat. It wasn't just us, you know. Um, but, so there was, like, an upper deck where people could sit, and then there was on the sides and on the front and the back. So you weren't like, it wasn't like everybody was like mashed into like a cabin of a, you know what I mean? It was all outdoor and everything. So we went and there was a bachelorette party that got on there with us and they were a shit show and it was hysterical. It was so funny. Like they get on and you can tell like they're already like drunk at this point and it's like sunset time. So the guy comes around and he's like, does anybody want to drink? Like we, and she, they're like, oh my God, you have booze? Fuck yeah. (laughs) (laughs) So, so they're like, he's like, I've got, you know, I've got hard seltzers. I've got, and they're like, yeah, what do you want? He's like, nothing. I'm good. And cause everybody's got masks on, you know? So they're like, I think they were talking so loud too. Like he's got his mask on. So they're trying to yell to him. Like it doesn't affect your ears, you know? So that he, they're like, get one for you. And he was like, no, I'm good. And they're like, okay, yeah, we'll have five heart seltzers, um, a blue moon, and whatever you want. He's like, I'm good. <laughs> <laughs> and, like, one just kept doing, like, the Lion King thing. She would just go, hey, and it, like, she just, like, <laughs> start screaming it out of nowhere. And then... They were like, so once we started seeing um, all the Trump flags, the one goes, the one goes, I want to throw a rock at that fucking boat. And I just kind of like turned around and looked at her and smiled. And she goes, you know what I'm talking about. You're down with it, too. (laughs) (laughs) So we go into Sunset Marina where there's all these, I mean, unbelievably enormous houses. Like these are huge houses. And these, like I said, these yachts were like something you'd see like in a music video like they're crazy and there's more trump flags than i have seen like in my whole life like the one yacht had like five on it alone 
And then we get to this one house as we're like rounding the corner and you just see like a Biden 2020 and then like a red, a flag that had like the red circle, like the Ghostbusters circle with the extra, you know, and it said, you know, like no Trump on it. And they're out on their deck having dinner. And the and the one of the bachelorette goes, yeah, fuck Trump. And mm. they so they start like waving off their deck. <laughs> like, so these girls like the whole time that they're like, then they start singing. They're singing The Little Mermaid, but they don't know all the words. So they're just doing that like, <laughs> where they run? Where you walk? Like, they <laughs> Where you run? Uh, shots. Who wants shots? Yeah. <laughs> and then by the time, like, this is, because this is like a half hour, like, thing. And by the time, like, we've turned around and we're going back to uh, to dock for dinner, they're like, the one's like, I think I've just peed myself. <laughs> <laughs> and then we stand up. We're going to get off the boat, and the one's, oh, and they they were singing Usher. Like, they were singing You Got It Bad, like, the whole like turnaround time to get back parked again and it was so funny like they were i mean like singing their hearts out like the rest of the boat was just probably like what a shit show this is but i'm dying like i think this is hilarious oh my god <laughs> yeah and then they were like the one like was standing in front of us as we're like waiting to get off the boat because everybody's like waiting and not getting any it's not like an airplane where you know everybody stands up because the bus the or the airplane stopped you know you can't really go anywhere where everybody's just kind of like waiting in their own spaces so they're not encroaching on people and the one girl she's like standing in front of me she's probably i don't know four to five feet in front of me and i just hear her go i farted and then she just like slowly turns around and looks over at her shoulder and realized i was looking at her and was like oh i'm sorry Did you feel like you were looking at like a old reel of us, us? In college or something? Yeah, that's what I. I was like, I was like, oh my god, that Kimmy's like, that's annoying. I was like, it's not because that is uh, that was us at many points in our lives, and she's like, yeah, we're annoying. I was just gonna say, I mean, she's not wrong. Yeah. <laughs> oh, it was so funny. That is wonderful. Yeah, they were living that their best so life. Good. So while you were on vacation, my groundhog adventures continued. No. Are they back? Okay. So no. We put a camera out there. Like we made like a teepee out of like um, a waterproof, you know, like a, it's, it's not anything fancy. It was a box that had like coating on it. So we made a teepee and we put a camera in there so we could like wash the entrances that it made. Mm-hmm. And it like never really came again so we were like well we must be like missing it or we don't know what's going on i was like i'm just gonna pour the ammonia down there and we're gonna like build the fortress around it and put the rocks back and we'll do that oh wait so you didn't do hayden's mustard gas idea (laughs) no we did not pour like toilet bowl cleaner (laughs) and ammonia down there um we still have our two things of ammonia sitting there but ron has wanted to put um these smoke sticks down there which he had done before it put smoke sticks down there. Um, I want to say at the beginning of the season, maybe. And he was like, I have smoke sticks left and I want to put them down there to like, at least get it out of there if it's there or like kill it. If that's, what's going to end up happening to it. Right. And then we'll put the ammonia there to ward off any other ones. And then we'll put up the chicken wire. Like we'll pull all the rock back and then we'll put chicken wire. I'm like, okay, cool. So, um, He's like, babe, you want to come outside for this? 
and I was like, you want me to come outside for it? He was like, yeah. And I was like, okay, cool. Here we go. <laughs> so he lights the one and throws it underneath, like, down into the hole. And then he lights the other one and he throws it in there, too. Well, these smoke sticks, like, release sulfur and all this smoke. So, <laughs> so it, like, is, like, glowing bright underneath there. And I'm like, what's going on? He was like, it, it's on fire. It, there's a fire. It's a fire <gasps> underneath there. No. Yeah, so it, like, the fuse is supposed to get to it and then go out and, like, continually release the smoke. Right. But the fuse caught the sulfur on fire, so it became a sulfur fire. Oh, my God. Underneath of our wooden shit. <gasps> oh, my so, God. What did you do? Dude. So, <laughs> so um, <laughs> we already had the hose out from when I was, like, trying to spray these birds, which is a different story that I will definitely tell you right now. Um, but the hose was already out, so I was like, I'm going to run around the house and turn the hose on. You have to spray it. So I, like, bolted around the house, turned the hose on, and he's, like, spraying it. And it's, like, not going out. Um, and we just had to keep spraying it because it's underneath the shed. Like, we can't get to it. It's not like I can be like, I'm going to grab, like, a bag of flour and we're just going to smother it. You know, like, you can't get underneath the shed. And I am and I immediately am thinking, like, we have to get the gas tank out of there. We have to get the um, <laughs> mower out of there. Yeah, <laughs> like, you're like, I'm going to go in and save all the things that are, you know, going to make like, this a worse If we don't get this fire situation. out, like, it's going to blow. So the fire goes out. But then, like, relights itself, and so we have to, like, keep spraying it. Um, and it reeks, and, like, it w- had gone out, but, like, it was still, like, smoking. So I was like, I just don't trust it. So I just grabbed the hose, and I got so close, and, like, I'm, like, holding my breath <laughs> because oh, it's, like, my this gosh. poison smoke coming so you're out. you're not just gassing and I'm, like, holding yourself. my breath, and I'm just, like, spraying the shit out of this. And Ron's like, get out of there! Get away from it! And I was like, I just want to be... <laughs> I, like, I threw the hose down, and I, like, ran, like, farther away, and I was, like, I was holding my breath the whole time, and I just want to be safe and know it's out. (laughs) And Ron's, like, feeling the floorboards of the, um, shed afterwards, and he was, like, they're not hot. Like, they're not warm. We're okay. I was, like, okay. (laughs) It's, like, it's, like, major pain at this point. Like, if he's still in there, he ain't happy. And I was like, see, you needed moral support. And uh, he was like, you were way more than moral support. And I was like, yeah, I was. Because <laughs> I don't know what it is, but it is, like, one of my, like, superhero powers. Like, when shit goes down, I immediately get, like, very good at solving the issue or get calm enough to take charge. And I didn't take charge in this situation. We were, like, a super good team. And it worked out really well, but... You know, like, a lot of other people are like, oh my god, it's on fire, what do we do? <laughs> but I will tell you that I did not get super calm, and I did not take charge when I'm by myself. It's like, I need someone else to be present for me to be the strong person. You, you need somebody to prove yourself to. Right, <laughs> I guess, you know, like, I don't really know. Um, because I I don't know if I had mentioned before that we had gotten birds in our house. Uh, I don't think so on here. Okay, so... The short story on the first two birds, because that's right, I said first two, there's another third. Um, The first two birds, the first one got in, and it was in our, like, laundry room slash water heater furnace room. Um, It's two closets that are joined together. So I was like, oh, it had to have come in through the dryer vents. So we get that bird out of the house by holding up our net that you put up, like, for your garage to keep bugs out. Yeah. 
and we brought that into the house and we just like held it up and it like flew out and it flew like right at us and clawed itself onto the net and then it flew across the hallway directly into the mirror like into itself no that's my nightmare like i probably would have like (laughs) peed my pants um passed out cried and then moved well (laughs) just left all my shit behind like i I don't live here any longer you can have it the birds can have it (laughs) (laughs) well so it went right back into the closet after it flew into the mirror and i was like screw this shit i'm going to take a nap (laughs) and your body just shut down i went to the bedroom and with the air conditioning and shut the door and I went and took a nap and then Ron like hung out and like, you know, left the closet doors open and left the like front door open. So it was like, and shut all the lights off. So it was just like fly into the lights. And it did with no problem, I guess. And it was like before I could even fall asleep, which I mean, I would probably have never fallen asleep waiting to find out if that bird left the house. So that had happened. Then we went on our trip to South Carolina, come back and I blew a fuse when I was cooking so I went to strip the breaker and I went into the one closet and I was like, oh, not this breaker. And I went and like flipped it on the other one and I went back to cooking. And then I realized the light's still on from the closet that I opened first. So I opened the closet to shut the lid off and I looked down this time and there's a dead bird at my feet. <sighs> and they're just these tiny little birds. Like they're small. I look it up. These things can get into like an inch to an inch and a half of gap and get into things. So I'm like, what the, what the hell? So we realized there's a piece of the siding that's like kind of pulled back at like the apex of the roof. So they have to be getting in there. Mm-hmm. So that's why the hose is out in the first place. Cause I was like spraying a hose up there. Um, just like, get out of here. I'll drown you. But I can't drown you cause they're way high up, but I'm going to spray you every time I get a chance. And then I'm thinking like, all right, we have to get this fixed. And I'm not sure like when it's going to get fixed or what the process is here because like Ron's supposed to be the outside guy and I'm the inside person. So. Oh, like, like you handle the stuff in like you handle any problems inside of the house. He problems handles problems outside of the house like that. Yes. Yes. Well, yeah. I mean, I feel like like, that comes down to like, like insurance, like they're going to like, he's, is he like swindling you? Like technically it's not the siding. So the, the hole is inside of the walls, which then becomes your problem. <laughs> <laughs> right? But so it's just like we didn't really figure out a solution. But we're like, these birds aren't like getting in on the regular. So like, you know, we'll get it figured out. Kind of like, you know, out of sight, out of mind until it becomes a problem again. Yeah. And, and then, then you're pissed I'm... that you didn't handle it the last time. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. Um, so one morning... I am going to the bathroom and the baby, you know, has to be in there like rubbing my kneecap and I hear this rustling and I'm like, oh, it's the turtle tank. We just cleaned it this morning. It's, he's just rearranging his house and his rocks. Mm -hmm. But then I hear the flutter of feathers Mm. and I'm like, oh, hell no. And Ron had just left for work a little bit ago. And so I hear the flutter of feathers again. I'm like, God bless America. Like, why? So I call him, like, freaking out because, like, I'm home alone with the baby and now I'm going to have to battle a bird. And I just, like, I, I guess I just called him, like, to tell him what's going on and then for him to be, like, just run away from the house and we'll handle it when I get home together or something, you know? Yeah. But then he, like, tells me, like, I just got to work. I don't know what you want me to do. And I'm just like, 
the fuck yeah you're like obviously i know that you're at work and you can't help me i just needed to yell for a minute i need you to just feed me some bullshit and tell me it's gonna be okay like <laughs> right tell me i can leave it in there to die like the last one i don't know yeah so he's like um you know he says that or whatever and i'm like all right whatever bye and then i text him and i was like i just wanted like some like reassurance or like advice or anything i was like i didn't i didn't want to hear about your attendance record at work because <laughs> <laughs> now you're pissed so you're throwing darts <laughs> Yeah, and I'm hitting the balloons, and I'm getting that big prize. So <laughs> every time, I'm gonna keep upgrading till I get that giant monkey. You got it. <laughs> so I'm like, all right, whatever. I'm going to just chill and do my regular things. I'm gonna leave this bird in these closets, and I will battle it after the baby takes a nap, like when the baby goes down for a nap, because then I'll be able to close all the doors, and I'll just like figure out what I'm planning to do then. Mm-hmm. So I go um do my regular stuff and the baby starts falling asleep on me and i'm like you know what i've had like a stressful morning i'm gonna lay down with her for like 10 minutes and then i'll put her down and then like it's game time like i'm gonna rest up for my big fight (laughs) (laughs) and so i'm walking into my bedroom with the baby like on my shoulder and a bird flies off of my dresser like across my face um no I lost my shit, dude. Like, and I'm holding my kid and I like yelled like, like, you know, like, ah, and the baby like gets startled a little bit. And I'm like, oh, I gotta put you down. Like, I don't know what I'm going to do. Like, and I slam my bedroom door shut. And I'm like, this thing's shitting on everything. I know it. They're disgusting. They're flying rats. <laughs> like <laughs> they are they're, they're You call cats the devil's minions, but I feel that that's what birds are. But cats catch birds, and they're all disgusting. It's the circle of life, and (laughs) nature's beautiful outside. Yeah, yeah, Um, nature is really great when it's not, like, touching me. Like, it doesn't belong in my home. Yeah. (laughs) And so then I call Ron, and I'm, like, calm-ish. Like, I'm not going to talk in an elevated tone, because that gets me nowhere. And so I'm like, so the bird is in our bedroom? And he's like, what? And I'm like, yeah, dude, the bird's in our bedroom. And he was like, uh... And I know he doesn't want to deal with the shit either. And he's like, and oh, and I was also pissed off earlier. And I forgot to mention this because I was like, well, good job because now your outside problem has become my inside problem because you didn't fix it in the first place. <laughs> Darts. Uh, Always uh, place blame elsewhere. Rule number one. <laughs> Rule number one. You're only solving problems. You did not create the problem. Yeah. Um, <laughs> You're not part of the problem. You're the solution. Um, so I call him all calm-ish. And I'm just like, it's in our room. It's shitting on everything. And it's he's like, like the call's coming from inside the house. The bird yeah. is in the house. It's the now in our bedroom. Um, and he's like, I don't know what you want me to do. Like, I'm I ha- I'm at work. Like, it's an important day here. And, like, it's I have a lot to do. Like, I can't just, like, come home and, like, do this right now. And I was like... I understand that. And then I just like get silent and then I just start crying. <laughs> and I was like, I don't have friends here. I hate it here. I, if I had a friend, I just need moral support. Aww. And I just was like, and you, and then he like names my like one friend. That's like my only like a hundred percent, like roll dog here in Ohio. And mm-hmm. he's like, where's summer? I was like, she's in Mexico. She is. I was like, no I wouldn't even have me. called you if she was in town. Yeah. <laughs> I would have been had this shit handled if she was around. I was like, I just need someone to see where the bird goes if I don't get it. Like, and I'm just gonna have to try to throw a towel on it. I don't know. I don't know what I'm gonna do. 
And then he was like, "Okay, hold on. I'm I'm gonna call. I'm gonna call a friend. We're gonna we're gonna see if he can come over." And I'm like, "Okay." <laughs> so he ends up calling our friend Hunter, and Hunter comes over with a net to try to help catch this bird, and <laughs> he ends up catching the bird, and then the bird gets through the net. And flies across my kid that's in her <laughs> high chair. And then Vivian's just like, oh, oh. <laughs> and it lands like in our back room. So like we caught it in the net again. And then I threw the towel over top of the net and then we got it outside. But I was like, this can't happen again. So we ended up um, putting chicken wire over, like inside of the dryer vent in case it was getting in that way. And then we put some chicken wire inside of like the area where the siding and everything are Mm -hmm. and then we also put like this foam filler called like great stuff from Lowe's and we just filled in the gap like you're not getting in here ever again and then I have two owls on the way so that they can like scare away the birds (laughs) oh like fake ones (laughs) (laughs) no I called Harry Potter and I was like I I need two of your best owls on the job (laughs) I thought you were making it like a joke like so I ordered two real owls they're gonna be the fucking guards on my back (laughs) God darn it, if I could, I would. <laughs> you know it, I would. I do love a baby owl, but they'd have to fight these birds, and I need a bigger owl than that. <laughs> I feel uh. like I feel like we should be sponsored by the makers of Chicken Wire. <laughs> Just Lowe's can sponsor us, because I bought all my crap there. <laughs> or Ron, actually, is the one who went to the store and got all of it, but he took care of the, he took care of the business. <laughs> Oh my goodness! So I think I think the takeaway from today is um, birds are just as evil as groundhogs. Uh, yeah, and don't burn your house down over them. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's been good catching up. I haven't talked to you in so many days. Um, Vivian's yeah. awake, and she just wanted to say, "What do you want to say, Viv?" All right. Good, good, good talk. Well, thanks for listening, everybody. We love that you come and join us every week. Let us know if there's anything we can talk about and discuss that you're interested in. Find us on social media. Like and subscribe to our page on Facebook and our podcast. And we'll talk to you next week. You know, turkey holiday, Thanksgiving. (laughs) 